Our shenanigans are cheeky and fun. Yeah, I mean, his shenanigans are cruel and tragic. Which makes them not shenanigans at all, really. Evil shenanigans. I swear to God, I'll pistol whip the next guy that says shenanigans. You mean shenanigans? No! You're about shenanigans, right? Like, are you really ready? I'm kind of ready. Because I, I clicked the button. Well, don't click the fucking button, dude. I did. I know right where it is. And I put my finger up to the mouse and I clicked the button so that I could say, Welcome to... Podcast. And Random Heroes Cheeky Shenanigans. Shenanigans! Get I wanted, it! I wanted to do a butt rock one today. I love it. My name yeah. is Jesse, a.k.a. Random Hero. And my name is Nick, a.k.a. Punkass, because everybody knows I am one. And we are going to be your terrible entertainment for the next hour or so. Yeah, because we don't have a guest today. No. As anyone can see. Maybe Casper's here, or maybe some entity that we don't know about. Like the ghost of DJ Fallen? Yeah. DJ Fallen down you guys the elevator didn't know. shaft. He <laughs> got into a car accident and he died. You didn't hear about this? Dude, it's been in the papers. Facebook. It's all over fucking <laughs> no, Facebook. <it> isn't. <laughs> no, actually, I was just having a talk with him today and uh, I pitched him the idea of taking our intro music, which is a song that our band Pride Fails does called World Map. And then the audio bites we use from Super Troopers and make like remixing it into a new intro tune for us. Dude, he'd probably be pretty good at that. Well, he said he'd like to. It's just a matter of getting a production computer up and running again so he can actually get back into making beats or something. But Oh, yeah. so a DJ needs to get back into making beats. <laughs> okay, then. All right. That sounds so- great. So um, I want to start right off the bat by asking my good little buddy Nick over here about his recent experience yesterday so getting acupuncture. I, uh, I looked up what are the symptoms of being gay, and it said acupuncture. If you get acupuncture done and if you love it, then you're not gay. So that's what I did. I made an appointment to get it done, and it was actually pretty nice. It was really weird at first because the needle's going in. Some you can't feel, but then some you can feel. You made this whole thing weird already by making it a gay thing again. <laughs> All right, just scratch <laughs> scratch off the gay thing. Okay, okay. let's was, just actually talk about I was, acupuncture. I was Jesus trying. Christ. I was trying because I had back pain, so I wanted to try something new. Yeah. But then I heard about acupuncture, and I heard acupuncture is for like a lot of things. It's like stress reliever if you have migraines or any type of pain so i said fuck it i'll try it i went there and you walk in and they have like that uh i don't know like that uh, what are those people called the like buddha people they have like that music in the background they're like uh, are you talking about like monks yeah like a like, like a chorus of monks yeah singing chants? Some, some shit like that all Just right that type in the background and then i go into this room and then she tells me to take my shirt and my pants off and then I didn't want to take my pants off, so I just took. You didn't my, want her to start off laughing. No, I didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, they kind of like give you like a little massage first, and then she like puts like this heating light over my back, and then she'll be like, "I'll be back in five minutes." And then she came back in, like put alcohol on my back, and then she like started finding these acupuncture like points, and like started like doing like this tap thing, and I felt the needles, but there, she put some like on the back of my head. And like my shoulders and then like my wrist and then like I laid there for like 15 minutes and then she came back. She's all, hey, you want to try this uh, Chinese like 
cup thing where they like put the flame in and then like they put the cup on your back so it like sucks your skin in there and then she like like a glass cup yeah and she like slides it around because i've seen the ones where they just stick the cup on your back and they like leave it there and it looks i don't think that's an acupuncture i think if they do that you're just at a frat party (laughs) (laughs) if it was at a frat party you had to keep your mouth open the whole time if it was at a frat party you wouldn't have only felt one little needle prick it would have been much bigger than somewhere else but anyways it's either like toxins or some type of bruising because this is what happened. Uh, you've th- that chair has a back. You're gonna yeah, have to like well, stand up. I can see Damn! Look, they can, they can see it. Okay, so for anyone listening on iTunes or Spotify who's not seeing the video right now, yeah. he has two gigantic, like pretty thick bruises <laughs> that are I, I'd say about what two two and a half inches it, it, it wide. Does, it does look like that. And it yeah. goes up and down each side of his back, like right along the muscles that surround the spine. So how did that feel? It felt good, but it hurt at the same time. She gave me a description of like when you massage muscles muscles like on the top, the cup helps get like whatever it's underneath the muscles. It like so, I don't know. It's it's some weird shit. So you just let her do all this, and she explained it to you, and this is the best that you've got for me. <laughs> this is what this is what I got for you. It's actually it's it's really relaxing. Okay, it doesn't yeah. hurt. Um, it, my back's kind of sore, but I do feel a little bit like loosen up. So I mean, I it does work. I got to go back again on Friday. I'm gonna do it again. Okay. Um, and I'll just keep giving updates because. I, this is what I want to do. I want to do like weird shit like this and then we'll just talk about Are it. Are you doing it because it's weird or just because it helped and you also want it, to talk about it's, it? It's both. But doing this podcast is helping me like try new shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I said, I wanted to try to go to the uh, like Scientology church and yeah. just go in there and check that out just to see how weird they are. Yeah, I mean, I would love to go in and have someone, you know, actually, I'd really love to have them come here and do it, but I'd love to get one of those, like, e-meter tests done by the Scientologists. What's that? It's the the personality test. They call it a personality test, and it's what what they give you when they're trying to first introduce you to Scientology. And so, basically, if I understand it correctly, there is zero science behind it. It's more or less a lie detector test, and it just charts like when you feel significant amounts of like a reaction to whatever they're saying. It, yeah, it could even be detecting nervousness, from what I understand. And they use this test to say, okay, you've got all these thetans in your body, and it's going to take this long and cost like this many hundreds of thousands of dollars to get it out. And that's all that Scientology is. is they convince you you money? have a, yeah, they convince you you have a problem and your time and cash are the only ways to get rid of it. That's it. So maybe that's why they chose Tom Cruise then. <laughs> Cuz he has an infinite number of both pretty much. He's, he's got a lot of demons inside him. Yeah, and you know what's funny about that? And I guess this would extend to actors of any faith. But, like, there's got to have been film roles he's taken or will still take that disagree with something in his religion. So, like, I'm wondering how they get around that, you know? He's a millionaire? Well, no. Like, Scientology, yeah, that's one thing. But, for example, if a Christian actor was hired for a really big movie that had a sex scene in it... Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if they would still do that or not, you know? Well, here's my answer and how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. If he's going to do a movie that's like 
talking shit about Scientology or that's not with the religion. Yeah. Say he gives them like a million dollars a year. They're not going to say anything. <laughs> that's just that's not just, in Scientology. That, no, that, that's just the bottom line. Like a, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've just always wondered that, you know, like how people reconcile what they do professionally that everyone can see against like their beliefs like that. Yeah. It's, it's just weird. And yeah, probably a ridiculous tangent to have gone on. I wanted, I wanted to bring this up too <laughs> on the last podcast. Cause I totally forgot Ooh. about it. I, I like, you know, like going to garage sales or like thrift shops or like Goodwill. All right. Macklemore. There's value village. Okay. Sometimes you can find interesting shit there for cheap. Yeah. Okay. What I didn't realize is when I walk into Valid Value Village is like You're having trouble with your words tonight, aren't you? <laughs> Value Village. It there's actually people that like like shop there, but they're the type of people that you would like n- not want to be around. See what I'm saying? I'm going to really need you to clarify that one for me. <laughs> like say like, say you go to Beverly Hills and you're going to go to that fucking expensive street where it's all fucking millionaire shops. Okay? Rodeo Drive. Right. Yeah. Okay. You walk into Value Village, you know what type of people shop there. That's what I'm trying to get at by the way they look and the way they talk and the way they act. Like, there is a group of like maybe like 20 year olds and they had a baseball bat from Value Village and they were talking about, oh, yeah, let's just fucking bash these people in the head. And I'm like, all righty then. They were talking about it in the store? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it's just, and then people with baskets, and they look all like, like scrummy, and like they living on the streets. That's where I'm getting that. It's like going to Walmart at night. That's, That's what it. I was gonna say. That's yeah, exactly. It, it. Because I I know people of all walks of life who will go to Value Village or Goodwill or whatever because yeah. you you can genuinely find some pretty dope stuff there that isn't easily found outside of the internet. Um, you know, like weird clothes that people have left or whatever, but. If you're talking about going into a Walmart at 2.30 a.m. on, like, a Tuesday night when you've got people in there literally, like, testing the tensile strength of their tight, stretchy pants <laughs> and, you know, showing moose knuckle for days. And I, what, what I love seeing is the people who clearly don't actually need those carts, but they'll make a scene mm. just so that they can ride around in the cart. Like... How fucking lazy do you have to be to not be willing to walk around a store to buy the food you're going to go home and eat all at the same time in an hour anyway? Yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. I was uh, watching YouTube videos last night, too, during lunch, and you've heard of TikTok, right? Uh, That that app, you need to, like, watch... It's like cringe. I'm I'm an old motherfucker, as people somehow recently keep constantly pointing out to me. Well, it's just... It's way. It's a cool way for kids to fucking mimic videos or mimic songs, and they. Oh wait, yeah, it, they do like it's like a lip sync thing, yes. right? Okay, okay. okay. I found I'm a tracking. YouTube video where it's called like the cringiest moments of TikTok. And okay. It's crazy to me, like what older people do. Like it's supposed to be like a kid thing, not like some old man singing oh. some fucking like love song. Or it's just, yeah. You know what we should do? We should try to make a cringy TikTok video. We should. Like a Backstreet Boys one. 
I'll have to way. show you like the six Tell minute clip after we're done, and you'll understand what. Tell me why it always makes me feel sick. Tell, Tell me why. why Nick always calls everyone gay because he Jesse loves it likes that it that way. way. <laughs> All right, guys, that's the song of the moment. You know, speaking of that, uh, we were talking uh, over text since the 420 episode, and we did that rap battle. Okay, okay, here's here's the dilemma. No, wait, before we talk about whatever you want to say, I just want to mention this last part. Um, we were talking about continuing that and trying to write battles against each other, but using different genres of music. Yeah. And so like R and B or boy band would probably be one of them like heavy metal. So that's something that we're going to be working on for you guys in the coming weeks. What do you want to say about the rap battle? I want to say, okay, I'm going to just go on a limb here. Okay. We're going to talk about the winner of this thing. Oh, okay. Here, here's the problem I'm having. Since Jesse's followers or friends are retards and don't know how to choose the poll button when they look on the video, I can base it off the comments that you left on there, but the poll is still telling me that I'm winning, okay, for one. Okay. So is there a way you could check to see how many people voted on the poll? Uh, Yeah, I, I, we'll figure that out. And if there's not then what we can do is make some kind of a combined new post and be like, hey, I know you guys are probably tired of this, but well, we just want a, a yes or no vote kind of thing. I'm just going to go, I'm just going to let Jesse win because the ending of his song got me pretty hard <laughs> and I can't compete with that. So we'll just that's say... That's just what the band said when they heard it. So that's, that's just like Nick Zero, Jesse One, okay? <laughs> but next time... Use the fucking pull, okay? Are we gonna Are we gonna keep score overall? So it's one nothing right now. Yeah. All right, and then when we do the when we do one that's like pop punk, I know you're gonna kill me on that one. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I should be pretty good at that one. Um, but that was pretty good. We got a lot of views on that one. Yeah, video clip. It was fun too. I mean, clearly you were the better rapper. Clearly, and you had a better sense for writing it as a true rap song. Yeah. Here's my I. I took it serious for some reason because I've always wanted to try to do like a rap song. And I think that's what I did. And I shouldn't have done it that way. <laughs> I should have did it the way that you were talking about, like the little like battle road yeah, they have. Just writing jokes. So next time I'm going to try doing it that way. Yeah, yeah. And I think what I got to do next time is leave out some of the filler that was just a way to kind of pad it out. There was like two or three lines where it was like, yeah, they rhymed and it was a little funny and it was kind of a shot at you. There was only like maybe two or three really good funny lines in there. I totally spaced out the Backstreet Boy thing. <laughs> I totally spaced out the Blink-182 thing. <laughs> and I totally forgot about the whole Lindsay and the Ring thing. <laughs> Just know that was like the first year we were together, okay? It wasn't recently. It was Do you want to long... tell the story behind it? Okay, here's the story. Yes! Okay, it was a long time ago. We were having issues in our relationship because of my baby mama at the time would cause drama. I'm sure a lot Go of people... Figure. Baby unders- mama drama. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's not fair, but your girlfriends can't handle that type of shit, which is understandable because baby mamas can go way out of the way just to try to ruin everything. Yeah, and they're talented at it, usually. Yeah, they are talented <laughs> at it. Um, so we were at a ring store and she picked out one she liked. I bought it. I went like the next day so she wouldn't have known about it and I kept it. But we were kind of like 
at a like a little like fighting break there at the moment. Yeah. So like she wouldn't want to see me or it would be a pain in the ass to see me. She was always busy or she was working. She was trying to avoid me because she got tired of the relationship with all the drama that came with it. Right. I was like, fuck, I have this ring. I'm trying to make everything better and I want to propose to her. So with her being a pain in the ass <laughs> and I can't meet with her or anything, this is what I decide to do. I know it's probably not the right thing, but I did it anyways, okay? <laughs> I drive to her house, and I put the fucking ring in her mailbox, okay? And I just left it there for her to find it when she checks the mail. And my idea was when she was going to check it and be like, oh, what's this? I was going to be like, well, let's get married or whatever. And that's that's how it got rejected. <laughs> so what you're telling us is that she didn't like that version of the proposal. No, she didn't. But it was her fault for being a pain in the ass. Yeah. So it goes both ways. So it that's does. the story on that. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that that was definitely in a more comedic, friendly format than when you told me the first time, because I genuinely did feel bad at the time. But God, that must have been what, like four or five years ago now? It's, yeah, it's like five years ago. Yeah. So if you were still feeling butthurt over it, I wouldn't really have a whole lot of sympathy. No, no. <laughs> I but was, I know that she also listens to the show sometimes, so I didn't want to say anything over the top. Oh, when I show, I, did I she show, like it? Yeah, she was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah. and you're like, bitch, that was only a burn because of what you I did. <laughs> and then she was like, bitch, don't leave my fucking ring in a mailbox. And then you were like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And <laughs> whatever, dude. So I hope everyone gets laughs out of that. I know I am. <laughs> oh, man, that was that was so necessary. Thank you for that, Nick. I, I really enjoyed story time today. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. <sighs> um, so a little bit later on in the show, we're going to get into some Avengers Endgame spoilers. Uh, I just want everyone to know that we will give you sufficient warning before we do it. We're going to try and save it to the very end. Um, but it's something where we both saw it this weekend and we just have to talk about it. So yeah, that'll be coming up towards the end of the show and we'll, we'll give everyone plenty of time so that you know what's up. I want you to bring up your thing you wanted to talk about. That'll catch me off guard. Cause yeah. I don't know what you're, you yeah. said censorship. That's all I know. Yeah. And that's, I, I wasn't even certain that I wanted to bring it up until I heard the song on a different service today. So here's the story. There's a song from like the late 90s, early 2000s by a band called Weedus named Teenage Dirtbag. Yeah, I love that song. It's a good song. There's a line in that song that for years and still on YouTube, they blur out just the word gun. The line goes, her boyfriend's a dick and he brings a gun to school. So on YouTube, like on the official music video and all that, they still blur out the word gun. So I I randomly thought of that song the other day and pulled it up on Spotify and they blurred the whole line. They go and he brings or they go her boyfriend's a dick and and then they just scratch out the entire rest of the line with like, you know, like a scratch track. I've never paid attention, so I don't maybe I've heard the song without the line this whole time. Maybe. I mean, if you own the actual record, they probably haven't censored it, but the the reason why I ended up deciding I wanted to bring it up is because not only has that song been censored the entire time I've known about it? Like, on the radio, they've always blurred that out, even before gun violence was a big even deal. Even, like, before all the school shootings and shit? Yeah, yeah, because, like, when it came out, I still don't think they were playing the whole sentence out, mm-hmm. or maybe it changed after one of the shootings. 
But then it's obviously changed again recently. And it really got me thinking because on the one hand, I'm very, very against gun violence. I really do wish there were some stricter rules in place around guns. I'm very liberal leaning in that. I I want there to be more regulation, but I'm not trying to take everyone's guns. So on the one hand, I'm very sympathetic to the reason why they're blurring it out because anything that could promote or put that idea in someone's head, I understand not wanting that to get out there. But I also really hate the idea of censorship. Outside of hate speech, which I don't feel that falls under, I hate the idea that a band can write a song like that with a lyric that makes sense. He's calling the guy a dick, and that's he's citing an example, like, and he brings a gun to school. Yeah. Like, that. that's something that a dick definitely does, but... I, I don't I don't like the idea that there are still any kind of words that we can't use in like songs or that would get blurred on all media once that song has been recorded. Right. Uh, um, it, I don't know like the whole history about it. We should look into that. But there was that other band, too, that it's called like Pump Up My Kicks or whatever. Pumped Up Kicks. Pumped Foss Up Kicks. For the People. Right. Yep. And it was like run, 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 outrun the bullet. Yeah, it's some shit like that, and then they stopped playing that song altogether after the school shootings. And then there was another one by uh, "We All Die Young" by Kesha. They w- wouldn't yeah. play that song anymore yeah. because um, I understand the school shootings are really horrible, right? And it's pretty shitty of people that do that, or like the movie theaters. And you know, I have daughters that go to school. It'd probably be a real fucking stressful fucking thing. Yeah, I, but. I don't think we should censor it. Like, I, right. I agree with you. And my, it, my whole reasoning is that, like, all these songs and things that you're mentioning, those those other ones too, these aren't songs that are saying, hey, kids, pick up your guns and bring them to school. These are songs that are observing these yeah. activities. And they're just, it's part of their content. It's part of their experience. It's one of my favorite bits from Straight Outta Compton is when Ice Cube is talking about how their lyrics are a reflection of their reality. And if you think that's too much, just imagine what they're going through living with all that. So, like, even though these artists may not have actually been through a school shooting or anything like that, why in the fuck is are we trying to hinder part of their artistic expression, which is, like, observing what's going on out there, you know? It, it doesn't make sense to me because none of those songs glorify it, you it's, know? It's all the Christians and Christianity and Mormons. <laughs> they try to stop anything that's fun or that has, like, <laughs> that's fun. That has meaning or, like, people, it's really meaningful to them and they just want to censor, censor yeah. everything. And this this was a topic that I went back and forth on because I'm like, you know, gun violence and stuff, that's going to be a way to take the show completely out of the comedic spectrum for a good chunk of time. Yeah. But if we're just talking about the censorship of it, you know, take take the gun violence aspect as read that we're against it. If we're just talking about the censorship, there's also, you know, some comedic options there, too. Because it's like, then, well, why are they just drawing the line there? You know, there's all kinds of lyrics that don't involve swear words in songs that are pretty fucked up if you hear them. Have you ever really read the lyrics to Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind? No. That song was everywhere. Well, they had it's that still suicide everywhere. song, too. Yeah. Yeah, you know. But so they had the suicide song. Then they have semi charm life, which is to, to what I can read from the lyrics, basically just about doing a bunch of meth 
and falling asleep while having sex with some girl or something. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, I mean, that's a gross oversimplification <laughs> of a band in a song that I actually really like. But, like, there is content out there that if if that's the standard, why are we stopping there? Why aren't we trying to get the meth songs out of school? <laughs> are, is, is that okay? Is that what we're saying? Uh, well, like, remember when Eminem first started, too? Oh, yeah. Dude, that was crazy. And people didn't know what to do because they're like, well, technically Vicodin's not a swear word, but I don't know if we want this in songs either, you know? It's like all the parents' fucking heads exploded. Right. What the fuck? He, uh, so, so can you censor more than swear words on this guy? Like, he was, he even brought it up in his song. He was talking about how, like, Tom Green can go around humping, like, dead mooses or some shit but he can't say like swear words or go fucking take a vicodin and drink and drive and and that's (laughs) and the ultimate irony about all that is now you've got post malone who's got huge hits they're all about popping pills nothing censored on that all of these new mumble rappers is just like little little is post malone a mumble rapper uh I, i i think he fits in that category but he really isn't he just because of like what he looks like and what he's all about. He looks about. homeless, man. They all look homeless now. <laughs> oh, is that the thing? Yeah, that's the uh, fucking thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, they got they tattoo their faces and then they have all this weird hair and like baggy <laughs> fucking clothes. And <laughs> it's stupid and it sucks. And I, I went, I was talking to my dad. I was like, I was like, because he would always get pissed at me for listening to the rap music that we used to. And like now, now I feel like him. Now I'm like, God, I hate the fucking music these kids listen to. It's kind of like a circle. The old man. It's like the circle of life. I don't know. It's just funny how it works. It's like an epiphany <laughs> popped in my head, and I'm just like, alrighty then. Oh, you used such a big word, well, and you used it correctly. I'm just, I know stuff sometimes. You know stuff. You know yeah. epiphany, but you don't know what they ask just me, put on your back. Ask me what. what, what <laughs> Like you were talking about your friend and you told me what she does for a living. Which one? Uh, the recent one. Like she's um, going to school to do what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this girl I've been hanging out with, uh, she, she's been doing school to get a degree in anthropology. So I didn't know what that meant, okay? I wanted to make Jesse laugh. And I was like, oh, so she's going to be a gynecologist. That's cool. <laughs> Totally so, worked. <laughs> it was one of those Zoolander moments. That's do what you, it was. Do you, do you know what grace means? Have you ever used a sentence with grace in it? Have you heard anybody say, yeah. have you? Oh, yeah. There, There's multiple ways it can be used, actually. What, yeah, but, in what context but are you have, saying? Like, have you ever used it, though, ever? Or yeah. Have, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. I guess I'm the dumbass. Grace what? is like forgiveness, almost. It's like letting shit slide. You know, I'm going to show you a little bit of grace when you mispronounce a couple or, of words by not calling you out and waiting and making you tell an embarrassing or story. Or is it there like a, like, oh, you're so full of grace and like gratitude? Yeah, full of grace is, I mean, that's a big compliment. Okay. Well, because Lindsay, we, we had a little argument. It was like right at the end of her birthday dinner and we were like pulling into the driveway and she was saying something how one of her coworkers said, you know, she's like full of grace. And I was like, grace. I'm like, ah. Like grace, kumbaya, we go to church, you know, I don't know, you know, I'm just like, I've never heard that word. And she like looks at me. She always looks at me like I'm fucking retarded. Well, sorry, I don't fucking hang out with people that want to talk about grace and gratitude. But and she wouldn't tell me what it meant, but she was being a jerk about it. So I was just wanted to ask you because I've never been around people that would use that in a sentence or 
You know, you know? I'll, I'll say this. Um, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that maybe Lindsay had some kind of a religious upbringing. Yeah. Your family's really yeah, religious. Uh, yeah. That's one of those words that had I not been brought up going to church as a kid, I may have been in the same boat as you on that one. Because uh, I grew up hearing it only in the context of church stuff where it's a very yeah. noble thing to do. You want to be grace gracious to people. Grace is just the the noun form of gracious. So when you're being a gracious host, you're being very kind and polite and stuff like that. You're showing grace. That that's what that means. Right. But I only know that because of church. Well, let's, so let's I'm guessing the, it's with her too. Let's take the dick out of the butthole here, okay? <laughs> what does that mean? Let's uh, let's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, uh, the next time you say retard, I'm gonna slap you. You're You've the done one. it twice. You said retard. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No. Yes. That was in Snapchat, and that was personal. <laughs> Asshole. You know what? I'm not getting rid of the word retard. We don't use it in a way that special people think. Like, if you're doing something stupid, I'm going to call you a retard. It doesn't mean I'm calling you like you have fucking Down syndrome and you fucking need to go to the hospital or like the loony bin or something. I'm just saying, it's just like saying the word porch monkey. I'm taking, I'm bringing retard back. I'm not letting it go, you know? <laughs> Well, that's one way to approach it. Uh, did you actually watch the Rick and Morty clip I sent you about that? Yeah, I was trying to watch it because I was driving. I've seen all the episodes, but I was trying to remember that. That's one. that's that's the most succinct way that I've ever had that whole concept explained to me in a way that I really appreciate. And um, if you guys don't know, I, I'm drawing a blank on specifically what episode, but there's a bit where, oh, it's the one where the devil opens a store and Summer's working for the devil and all of his trinkets make you... They give you oh, a power, yeah, I and then re- I remember that. Yeah, one. Okay, and then yeah. they're cursed. And Rick gets a microscope that would make him mentally retarded if yes. he uses it. Yeah, and he detects it and scans it, and he's telling Morty about it. Morty's like, "Oh, you can't use that word." And he's like, "I'm not trying to disparage the mentally handicapped. I'm just saying that if I'd used this, it would have literally made me mentally retarded." And Morty's going, "Well, yeah, but." It's not so much about that. It's just become a symbolic issue for powerful groups that think they're doing the right thing. And Rick just goes, well, that's retarded. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, that's a weird thing because we've been giving so many strange little words weird amounts of power. The funny thing, I was just reading about this, um, Jeopardy. They have amounts of money that you're not allowed to wager because they don't want them showed on TV. The obvious ones would be like 69. Can't do that. Oh, or 666. You, you can't do that one. But then there's some very, very obscure ones, like uh, the number 14 and 1488. And um, I, as I was researching it, these numbers are, they're like number letter references to like the devil. SS and Hitler and stuff ah, like that. It's okay. like a white supremacist thing. So Jeopardy has just come out and banned those specific number amounts from you being used. You can't fucking ban numbers. No, they can ban you from wagering those numbers so that they're not shown on TV. And that's that's what they do. Like, why would you ban 69? That's laughable. That's why they're banning <laughs> <laughs> Because it's ju- it would just be a joke, you yeah. know? And, and Jeopardy, for as interesting as it is, it's not really a show that revolves too much around comedy. <laughs> but, like, the, the strange thing is just that there's these... 69 and 420 or whatever, I get those. I get they're so common. But these white supremacist ones, I'm reading it, and then there's these common uh comments going like, 
I had to do a lot of digging to find out the significance behind this too. Like it's really strange what we give power to. And that's a, that's a weird concept because those numbers don't mean anything to non-white supremacists. Yeah. But it's weird that it's like a little fucking invisible dog whistle where they can all go, oh, it's like an inside joke for the worst people in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. Think that would be the white people. They're the worst people. Well, the, the white world. supremacist people. <laughs> Those people and uh, anyone who tried to spoil Avengers, like uh, LaShawn McCoy. He probably did it just to be a dick. Yeah. Um, and that fucking Japanese guy. Like, <laughs> that guy deserved it, obviously. You that, can't... That's the guy who was, like, shouting him in the yeah, lobby? Yeah, you can't... It's like the Star Wars trilogy back then. People are, get really into these comics, and they take this shit seriously because they spent all that time and effort watching all these 22 fucking movies. Right. And keeping track of everything and watching all these hours for some asshole to fucking, like, Oh, yeah, this is what happened. You're going to get kicked in the face. <laughs> I mean, gonna... And rightfully so, I feel, at that yeah. point. Um, you know, it's just, it sucks because when when the original Star Wars movies would come out, you, you could have shouted them at the theater at people, yeah. but there was no Twitter. There was no internet to, like... Yeah throw spoilers out on so spoilers you could, you could probably send faxes if you want not in the 70s no they didn't have faxes no i think that? that was late 80s early 90s with faxing <laughs> That's um fax. but like there you could have spoiled it at the theater or you could spoil it to your friends but mass spoilers is a thing that's only born by the internet yeah and it's Trolls. become genuinely difficult to avoid yeah because like i <laughs> i haven't watched the game of thrones yet on sunday night yeah and i've been trying to avoid like all the social media so i don't get a glimpse of anything i still have to watch all the ones from this season so far i'm caught up to this season but i haven't seen a single one well, from it's, this season it's only yet. the third one yeah but it's the battle of winterfell it it, it will be yeah, people have already. Yeah, don't seen don't it. fucking say anything. I, that's just the name of the I, episode. Okay, that's I, not I, a spoiler. I, I don't want to hear it. Okay, I just fucking. And I haven't even seen the two episodes before. <laughs> it. So if anything, you could all, spoil it for I me. I spent all this time binging the Game of Thrones, and I don't want you to ruin it. I'm not going to. And this also, it's not going to be a show where I'd necessarily want to just discuss Game of Thrones every week. But once I'm caught okay. up, we'll definitely have to Let's talk, talk about Game it. Game of Thrones really quick. Yeah. Okay. Who do you think is going to die first? <sighs> well, that's tricky because I'm sure some people have died since the last episode I've seen already. So I might no, make no, an nobody. No, Don't say no. I, that that's not spoiling it. It is. What you're expecting people to die? I'm just trying to tell you that nobody has died yet. That's what I'm getting at. That's why I'm if, asking. Who do you think is going to die first? Yeah, but it's Game of Thrones. If someone, if nobody of importance has died in two episodes, that's kind of a spoiler in itself. How? <laughs> Because spoiler, they do it every episode. Spoiler to me would be like, oh, this person died. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but all I'm saying is with that particular source material, saying someone didn't die is equally as spoilery. I don't, <laughs> I don't think so, okay? I don't think it is. Shenanigans. So I just wanted, I was thinking maybe, this is what I was thinking, okay? Mm -hmm. The end of Game of Thrones. Fucking, they're all going to die, okay? And the only thing that's going to be left are the two dragons. The two dragons are going to inbreed with each other. Fuck, have a bunch of baby dragons, and then there's going to be a new show called Game of Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's not the worst theory or pitch I've ever heard. I but, mean, uh, people would probably watch the shit I out hope, of it, too. I hope Cersei goes, because she's a little wank bitch. Um, yeah, um, I don't think Cersei will make it out alive. Um 
I, I'm starting to doubt whether or not both John and Daenerys will survive. Right. Or just like together, like being together. I don't think they'll end up together because they, they know that he's like related to her now, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Since you haven't seen any of the episodes, I'm not yeah. going to say anything else. But yeah. my one buddy had a theory of thinking like, uh, like, cause you know, like the White Walkers from like the last season, they're supposed to be coming up towards like the north, right? Yep. That he was having a theory like, they're probably gonna say fuck it, go all the way around, fuck up Cersei first, and then go to the north. I don't know. That would be a good theory as well. Huh. You know? Yeah. But I I I, mean, I just hope the midget lives. I said midget. Well, sorry. there's a lot of people who think that Tyrion will end up being king. I don't. That would be crazy. I I'm starting to get the feeling that John is gonna ultimately sacrifice himself in a way so that Daenerys can end up ruling. Yeah, I mean technically he's already died. So I mean. Well, yeah, but I I think that he'll end up either doing a lasting death or they end up married. Okay. I All don't right. th- I don't think that they both survive if they don't also both end up together. All right. All right. Well, let's stop at that. Let's stop at that one. I want to talk real quick about uh, vocabulary. Okay. Okay. Um, growing up with us, we've had our own, you know, language. Okay. We'll say like, dude, we got our own shit. The yeah. new shit that these kids are coming up with is bugging the shit out of me. How even, old are you trying to make us sound right now? Even Iron Man <laughs> is having an issue with it. My fuzzy Iron Man is dope. Well, see? Dope. That's one we you don't, would use. You don't like that one? No. Oh, no. I, I like our language. I'm talking about these kids coming up with new shit, like saying they get triggered. Like, just say you're getting mad or angry. There's another one where stupid kids will be like, oh, you got me fucked up. Okay, so what's that mean? You're going to go get high and drunk and you're going <laughs> to get fucked up? No, just say that you're pissed. I don't understand these new... And to be honest, I thought that that last one meant that you're confusing what I'm saying. Like what, if you triggered? got me fucked, no. If you got me fucked up, I thought that meant like no, you you don't understand me. No, like you got me fucked up. Like I want to beat your ass is like the new fucking thing now, dude. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I just, just. I'll look at it this way. At least they're not still just like abbreviating everything. Like Bay. I hated yeah. that. Or or like, uh, have you ever met someone who says out loud internet slang like LOL? Like, lol. No, it's, people do that? Oh, I, I, I know of a couple people, and I'm not going to call anyone out because I wouldn't want to embarrass them, but... Aaron? <laughs> no, I'm he doesn't. Kidding. I don't know. I don't think he even actually laughs out loud anymore. He doesn't. <laughs> He's going... He needs to get a lot of dicks out of his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> um, I use LOL a lot in texting. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Okay, here's my theory of the LOL and texting. If I'm texting you and I just I put LOL at the end of every sentence usually because I want you to know like we're having a good conversation or yeah. like I'm not mad at you. It's almost like you're just making sure that they know that that statement is meant to be like a happy one. Yeah, because I've yeah. had so many issues in the past of like texting going wrong or you're taking it the wrong way. So when I'm yeah, having you're used like, to that. So when I'm having <laughs> like a serious conversation or like I'm angry, I won't put LOL and then you will know. See, but the problem with using it that liberally is now when you actually like think for, something's really funny, you have to either type like a capitals RF LOL or you have to, what I do is I'll actually say, yeah, I just actually laughed out loud. So it took it from uh, laughing out loud to LOL to now being a full sentence saying, yeah, I just literally <laughs> LOL that I hate well, the world you, for do, making me do this. Usually I would just put LOL or if I think it's really funny, I'll just do LOL. Yeah. Yeah. 
or or like LOL send LOL send LOL send or every LOL, send. every once in a while I'll do the L M A O L M A O yeah laughing my anus off or if I'm feeling really frisky I'll be laughing my fucking ass off oh yeah. that is so frisky yeah it is frisky you're living on the edge man so so we want to talk some uh, Avengers so we're gonna go ahead and let's poppycock dude. Yeah, this is <laughs> poppycock. Shenanigans. Bringing it back. We're we're gonna have like some kind of big warning message on the video right if here. I, I'm doing this. Turn away. Well, that that's a natural reaction to oh. seeing you do that. Oh, okay. Sorry. But everyone, from this moment on, there will be serious Avengers Endgame spoilers. If you're down with that, awesome. And I hope you hear the rest of the show. If you haven't seen it yet. Stop oh, here. Hold on, quick, real quick. Jesse and I are coming up with a new fucking competition game. It's called Celebrity Tweets, and we will talk about that later. But I just wanted to bring that up now. Yeah, but once they see the movie, they can watch the rest of the video already. That's true. They can. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't seen it yet, just stop the video now and then resume it here when you're after you've seen the movie, and you'll be good to go. All right. Have we thoroughly? This is a spoiler alert. I, I, have we been thorough enough here? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay. I really enjoyed this event. Okay. <laughs> Me too. Why did you like it? I loved it. I loved... Here's, I just want to bring this up. I saw the movie. Okay, I went by myself. I enjoyed it myself. It was really nice. Whoever brings a fucking child in the fucking movie theaters during the Avengers is fucking an asshole. You should never do that. I wanted to yell, but I didn't. And oh, those people should just die. We we had some seriously annoying kids around us too, and like I get it, we can't really say but like it, it was it was like a toddler, like two yeah. three years old. That's what I'm saying. Oh yes. no, you can't. No, yeah. there's no reason for that child to be in there. God, it pissed me off. Yeah, that sucks because like people were pre-planning their bathroom breaks in this movie yeah. for like weak plot points. And if you have to be that meticulous so you don't miss anything, the last thing you need is a child who's too young to even understand what they're seeing and they're screaming and shit. I'm so mad. Did you you like the movie though? I loved the movie. Uh, Did you have to sit by like some big sweaty nerds or no, anything? No, here's the thing. Since I bought my tickets like four days beforehand and it's assigned seating now, yeah, I picked the. I don't care where I sit. Usually, I don't want to sit right up front. I sat in the section where it's like two seats only next to the wall on the opposite side of the aisle so yeah i made sure no one could sit next to me and i had my own little area so that was nice so you bought you bought both of them no i just bought the one because who's going to want to sit next to somebody they don't know just in a small little area yeah 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 no so, that's a good idea and if yeah. those aren't available buy three tickets and then just sit in the middle and then you can try and scalp them and be like hey if anyone wants <laughs> to go you can pay 25 bucks a ticket or you get a seat on each side of you yeah and you don't have to be around anybody do you have to do that usually since you know the weight problem <laughs> damn it i should have saved that for the beginning of the show oh. I'm, just you kidding. Dick. I'm just kidding no i went with uh my brother jake and uh, we went on Sunday morning at like 10.30 a.m. was the showtime. Yeah. Not an easy thing for me to do with my sleep schedule, bartending and all that. But it was super good. And uh, the the only thing was he had already seen it once before. He so did? he spent about half the time watching me react to the movie uh, instead of watching yeah. the movie. 
And I'm just going to admit it in front of everybody. I was crying for about 20% of the movie. Okay. And I, that might even be a generous. Like, I got sad. I think I had, like, one tear that came down. The whole time? Yeah. because Not even out of happiness or anything? I'm different. I'm weird. I feel okay. like if you cry, then it shows, like, weakness or something. I'm weird like that. I only really cry if somebody, like, actually hurts my feelings or hurts me. I'm going to cry right now. <laughs> um... um but you don't really react strongly to any movies. I uh, I think the one that I did re I did react to one, and I can't remember which one it was that made me sad. When it has something to do with like, like a son and like a dad or something like that, that gets me going for some reason. <laughs> so that part with Iron Man. Oh that's, yeah, that's where it got me. What are you talking about? The part where he hugs his own dad, or when he hugs Spider Man, who just came back? I guess yeah. I guess it was both. It got me on that part, but yeah. it really got me when he was dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, that, I can't that believe I like how they killed him off. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was the most badass character death in the entire twenty-three movies or whatever. Yeah, I really wish Hawkeye would have died instead of Black Widow, but we'll just you know. Well, um, I've got some theories that might support the fact that while she's dead in this universe i don't think uh fuck i'll just say it right now so both gamora and black gamora widow came back though. no 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 that was an earlier version of gamora who came to the future with thanos yeah the the gamora that died is still in, in the, the soulstone yeah. realm now with black widow and in the next phase, they're definitely going to be wanting to bring Adam Warlock into things, and they're going to be using Captain Marvel more. So they've set up the story to basically allow for somebody, one character, to go to the Soulstone realm and bring them both back, mm. which wouldn't bring them back to life because they never technically died. So they could keep all their secrets and say they're really gone, but yeah. still use that because that's what happens in the Infinity Gauntlet plotline in the comic books. It's Gamora... Pip the Troll and Adam Warlock are all in the Soulstone realm at the beginning of it, and they inhabit new bodies on Earth so that they can come and help the heroes. So there's a way that you can transverse that, and I think that's going to end up probably being a big part of the plotline in Guardians Three. Yeah, I've I've read something about like a, like the Eternals too. Like yep. a movie's going to be made like years down the road, but yeah, um, they're about to go I, crazy. As I was watching it. Because you haven't seen it yet at that time. I knew you were going to like love the Thor part. Oh, uh, so dude, funny. <laughs> I know. I knew you, that was fucking hilarious. How he was like fat and they're playing Fortnite. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and totally like talking shit into the yeah, headsets and yeah. stuff. He's like, he's being uh, mean again. Yeah. Really? Let me see. <laughs> Thanks, Thor. I, I love Korg. <laughs> he's yeah. so funny. Um, there's... A lot of points in the movie where I wanted to scream out and shit, be like, what? Or like, yeah, like when Captain America had the fucking hammer. Oh, that, that part? Great. Yeah. And, and I, I should have known that something was about to happen because out of the corner of my eye, I saw Jake kind of move up a little bit so he could, he oh. could see me better. Yeah. And so I should have known there was a big reaction coming. And I see the hammer and then it flies back into Cap's hand. And I was just like. And fucking Thor's like, I knew yes! it. I knew oh, my it. God. That was. That was so, so what, good. What does that mean, though? Because I d haven't read, like, all the comics or the comic books that, like, Captain America. There's probably a comic with him in it, Thor's hammer. Yeah, yeah. So does that mean he's, like, worthy of, like, uh, like Thor's? He's, he's worthy of the hammer, uh, at least by that point. And I've read some interesting theories as to why he wasn't able to do it in Avengers 2. 
Um, and that most likely had to do with the fact that he had seen the fact that Bucky had killed Tony's parents and he was still lying about it. Ah, uh, gotcha. And so now that that all came out in civil war and him and Tony are totally past everything, it, the theory is that that would totally have cleared him and he would now be worthy for it. Yeah. And in the comics, he's not the only one who's also done that. There's a guy named Beta Ray Bill who was teased in the uh, Thor Ragnarok movie. And he's a character who in the comics actually wields the axe, Stormbreaker. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, Odin actually makes it for him because he's worthy of Thor's hammer as it is. And Odin's like, well you're worthy and you are doing the right thing. So I'm going to make you your own. And then he gives Milner back to Thor. Um, so, so there's precedent for it, but seeing them do it and seeing cap, not just use it or yeah. throw it, but like you he's fucking... calling lightning and he's, yeah. Oh, um, Oh, that was so I, good. I feel like they had like all this, like planned out years beforehand. Like it was beautifully made. I think yeah. just how like they had to go back to all the certain spots that we enjoyed watching yeah. from the different movies. And yeah, just, and those characters actually, I think they came back to make those parts, yeah. I believe. I don't think they can take old film or... No, no, or they the, got Natalie Portman back. Yeah, they got uh, Gwyneth Paltrow back. They got all the people from the Thor movies I thought, that didn't come back. I thought back. it was funny when, you know, it was like the New York scene and Hulk had to be like, Hulk smash! <laughs> and just didn't want it. And he's just kind of like, <laughs> I wish... I didn't like the way they made Hulk. Like the way you Professor looked. Hulk. Yeah, I wish it would have been like like the Hulk, but then with, you know, the professor's voice and like the mind. Not like them mixed together and they kinda looks like the professor, but he doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean I'll take that as kind of a minor quibble, but I yeah, see what you're saying. Yeah. Because the Hulk's the Hulk Hulk looks a lot more like muscular and just right. wild and angry. And then he's he just looks more normal in yeah. the Professor Hulk role, but I I never saw that coming. I, when he was having problems with Hulk, I expected that once they gave Hulk a uniform, he would feel part of the team and just be able to, you know, kind of be under control and work with them. No, I didn't see that coming at all. That was one of the, my favorite surprises. Uh, I like the part where they're, you know, the Hulk eating lunch, and then Ant Man's <laughs> like, you want a picture? I'm Ant Man. No, no, forget it. No, they want a picture. No. <laughs> Paul Rudd really carried the movie through the first act. He really did. They were, they were putting a lot of good stuff and good setup and other things out there, but just him, his charisma really helped keep it light while they still had to tackle a lot of the. the yeah, I had stuff, no I, I had no idea where they were going to go because I was waiting for it. They found Thor originally. Yeah, you didn't have the stones anymore. So yeah, fucking Thor said fuck it, and then chopped his head off finally. Yeah, which is kind of fucked up. He should have did that in the first place, and that's why he was all fat and depressed. Right. Um, and then it was like five years later. I was like, what the fuck, dude? What the fucking. And then Paul Rudd comes out because there's a a thing saying like it was kind of a shitty way of doing it with the mouse crawling over the control board in the van, and then it popped, you know, Ant Man out of the quantum I... realm, but. It was, I, I, it was a way to do it because they, they could have thought of a number of ways to do the same thing. All they were trying to do was turn the machine on. Yeah. They could have had someone who was going through storage accidentally bump something or whatever. Get over it. That's a pretty minor fucking detail. Yeah. My, my, only, my only criticism, and this is a pretty minor one, but there's scenes where like the, the, the good Nebula is trying to convince the old... Uh, yeah. Gamora that they're like friends and yeah. sisters in the future. 
I feel like that was wrapped up too quickly, and she just kind of believed her too quickly. Yeah, I can see that. And then that. with Ronan and uh, Black Widow, I feel like maybe he and her should have gotten in one more fight before he agreed to like come back and join him. Did they even have a fight? They didn't. Thing? Yeah. Um. She basically, he's like, you shouldn't be here. And she's like, neither should you. And yeah. then she's like, we may have found a way. Let's go. And he's just like, all right. Like, now, I feel like once you've hit that low, you might need more convincing. Anyway, sorry. So the, I'm trying to understand that part, too, because there's Hawkeye, right? Now, is Ronin, like, the bad Hawkeye? And then he just changes his name, and he's trying to go out and kill, like, all the bad people? Pretty much. He he becomes an anti-hero, and he's no longer really Hawkeye at that point, and he, he has the sword and all that. He did that so well, by the way. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, in in the comics, he adopts Ronin to be an anti-hero so he can use more extreme measures. Okay. Um, and then at some point, he ends up becoming Hawkeye again. Um, I thought that they really did all of the personal details with the movie super well. Like, seeing Pepper in her uh, Iron Man rescue suit. suit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, um, God, there, there was a couple other just amazing scenes. I like the um, part where... Um, it was right at the with all the uh, Titans coming, you know, mm -hmm. and then it was just Captain America, and then you hear like on your left, and then fucking you know everyone starts coming. Yeah, out. yeah, all the You're portals going, and all going the going back to like the first Captain America when they're running, and he was like on your left. Yeah, yeah it was just, they brought back some like little sweet shit. Yeah, and then I I like that they decided to go with Falcon for the new Captain instead of Bucky. I always thought that in this universe he was the much better choice. And I, I think that'll How, be the right move. But see, Captain America has like special, you know, he had like some special serum. Yeah. And that uh, he just had like a wingsuit. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. how can he be as strong as Captain America? He can't have America's well, ass. Get it? So he can. So the thing about Captain America that a lot of people don't know is that even though that super soldier serum makes him big and strong. He's not given superhuman powers of any kind. He's just put at the absolute peak of human physical perfection. And in the comics, at times, he loses the benefits of the serum. And he just starts working out so much that he maintains that. Oh, so okay. Captain America is supposed to exist at the height of human perfection. But in a way that if this guy Falcon trained and was working out all the time, he could do. But there's also duplicates of that serum in the comics, so they could inject him with something or whatever. But he does become Captain America in the comics for a while, too. But so does Bucky, so it was like, which way were they going to go? I love that they picked Falcon right. for that. Um, I really enjoyed how... I mean, I wasn't expecting Iron Man to die. You weren't? I, I wasn't. No, I, I didn't expect it. I thought it was cool when they went and saw him in the cabin. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, I finally got what I wanted. I don't want to, you know, help anymore. I got right, my daughter. right. So they leave, and then he was talking to Pepper, Peppy, Peppy Le Pew. Just kidding. That's me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, saying I figured out fucking time travel. And she's like, what? Yeah. And they're talking about, like, what should I do? We don't have to. And she's like, well, I've always had a hard time trying to stop you or... Or, and she's like, you wouldn't be able to sleep tonight if you weren't helping them. Right. So, I mean, yeah. he got what he wanted for like the five years and then he had to help everybody else out and did the snap thing. Um, yeah. I as he's saying, it, Thanos goes, I'm inevitable. Yeah. He's like, I'm Iron, Iron Man. Man. Oh, that was just the. Mm. I don't understand how, because 
you needed the gauntlet for the stones to work, right? Uh huh. I don't. Did the stones just like magically work in the Iron Man suit? Because or did Iron Man have some special fucking they, stone thing? They show earlier that he makes a special glove for it. Because oh. it, Thanos' gauntlet was made by that big dwarf guy yeah. played by Tyrion. Yeah, he um, made the fucking axe thing. Yeah, yeah, he makes Stormbreaker too. Um, and it's just, it's it's a holder that can channel that much power. And so Tony made one, and that's the one that the Hulk puts on. Mm-hmm. And it gets bigger and all that. So I, oh. I don't know how he made it, but he made a separate Iron Man gauntlet that can house the, the stones. And then, and then doing that switcheroo was just... <laughs> and then I liked how like they didn't have Thanos talk or anything. He just sat there like in defeat, and then yeah. like he's gone. Um, and then with him and his daughter and that one guy talking about cheeseburgers because that's yeah. what Iron Man wanted. Yeah, right when he way got out of back the cave, at the beginning, yeah. and um, that's totally what I thought of. You know, he's sitting there, and that was um his name in the movies is Happy Hogan, John Favreau. Yeah, someone said he made the Iron Man movies. Yeah, he directed the yeah. first two. Yeah, okay. Um. Yeah. And then I heard there was like really no post credit scenes in this one, so I left right when it ended. Yeah. But then I looked up, there was like sounds of like tinging noises. It was it was the the Marvel logo and then like one kind of hammer stroke that sounds just like the one from Iron, Iron Man, Man One. Yeah. So it, it wasn't a scene. Yeah, I was trying to think of what you would think that would mean or what they're trying to go with like a new iron man maybe there ha- i mean maybe i mean be. so in the comics right now iron man is a uh, young black girl named riri and um she goes under iron heart instead of iron man really um so i mean that that's a feasible way it could go but i honestly think it was just an homage i think it was them saying yeah we acknowledge this is basically the end of this huge story we've told and it started with the hammer in yeah. that cave, you know what I mean? I feel like they're um, going to ha- have like a lot of movies to be made. They're going to go in different directions. Like I feel like Thor is going to stick with Guardians of the Galaxy. And I like how they were arguing yeah. about like who's captain yep. of the ship. He's like, you're captain. <laughs> and I love how they were arguing in the previous, in Infinity War, kind of along the same yeah. lines, same yeah. guys. Um, the one big surprise about Thor was I kind of expected that once he actually summoned like his costume back and everything... I kind of thought he'd be like skinny, strong yeah, Thor he, again. He was fat Thor through the yeah, whole movie. Yeah, he stated that 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 shocked me. Like that, the, in the first Thor movie, he looks like a normal guy, and then he, when he gets the hammer, all of a sudden his suit comes on, and he has like this weird fucking beard. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. It feels like, and maybe he enjoyed playing fat Thor. I don't really know, but isn't there a fat Thor comic? I don't know. I think there if is. there wasn't, there's going to be. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be him and Korg and Meek playing I, uh, Overwatch. <laughs> like I can't wait to watch it again because I do. So then I can actually analyze more things. But we should go together and watch it on a second viewing. Yeah, that's the problem. I just it sucks sitting there for three hours. It was hard, but mm. for me, I mean, we could always no, never mind. Could always just cuddle. Yeah, we could cuddle. I'm pretty good at putting the hole in the bottom of the popcorn thing so that you don't have that, to like dig around in my you know, pants. That that is never gonna go away. We're just gonna pass that on to generations and generations of kids. And but the like, thing is, I don't know a person who's ever I actually, actually done, ever it. done it. It's and, it's probably that you know. Speaking of the popcorn, it doesn't matter. I don't even think a black dick would be able to work. You know, because it is kind of big. You see what I'm saying? Like you have to have a long dick. Unless you're like way at the bottom of the popcorn bin and you ate all the popcorn already, no chick's gonna start digging in there. 
I want popcorn. Pop, pop. Oh, what is it? Oh, you silly man. No, my favorite part about that little bit is that you're still trying to convince people that you have girls looking in your popcorn bowl. Well, I mean, they go pick-a-boo. <laughs> I, I would love to try it if I, like, with someone who I was actually in a relationship with, just like as a gag sometime. But the problem is, when you get popcorn at the movie theater, they, like, drench it in all that oil and butter, butter and shit. So even if you try, it's just going to be a giant gross mess on your crotch, I which is, by the way, the title of Nick's autobiography. Gross crotch. That's <laughs> it's exactly, a gross mess on your crotch. Yeah, that's it. Um, I haven't done it in a long time, but there was one night where, like, it was a long time ago, Lindsay was laying in bed, like, on her side, and, like, I... I came up. She didn't know what I was doing, and I took my dick out and I put it on her earlobe. <laughs> then I put it back. I like to try to do stuff like that; it just keeps it interesting, you know. Did fun. she laugh? Yeah, she did. Just like, yeah, it is. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's really if you're in a relationship, it's fun to do that stuff. You know, maybe just t- take your dick out and put it on your forehead, girls. <laughs> girls, you know what you can do? You can, you know, if your man's sleeping. You can just rub your vagina on his forehead <laughs> and be like, right? and then when instead they w- of a instead of a tea bag, that's like a clam strip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they'll wake up and be like, "Did you make fish this morning?" Oh, oh, just kidding. But I'm just saying. You know. Or maybe wait till you're on your rag. That'll be a good prank. Oh, okay. That's where we're gonna fucking well, end we're this. We're drawing the line now. All right. All it's right. just it's, it's just unnecessary. We had accomplished that joke before you ever got to that point. I got it. I got it. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, thanks for listening to the spoilers part also. Um, and if you're hearing this days in the future from the rest of the episode, hopefully you enjoyed both parts of it. Um, but we just, we wanted to talk about it and make sure that we didn't ruin it for anyone. So, yeah. I mean, if we did ruin it, we did tell you, so you're, it's your own fault for being a dumbass. Kind of. Yeah. And it's our fault for being dumbasses because we just are. Yeah. In general. All right. Well, um, let's go ahead and, uh, call this a night then. Yeah. Alrighty then. All right. Well, this has been yet another fantastic episode of Cheeky Shenanigans. I am punk ass. And I am random hero. I don't have the stop button. Oh, that's right. I have the stop button. And...